Studios. Welcome, everybody, to Brine Time with Jake and Jeremiah. I'm Jeremiah. Well, then I guess that means I'm Jake. That does mean you're Jake. This is the weekly podcast where we talk about Sasquatch erotica. And it's uh, there's surprisingly plenty out there. So much, actually. Yeah. This is a, a new thing. I, I found a podcast that was about Bigfoot, and then they did like a side episode about that. And what a rabbit hole you don't want to go down. Or maybe you do. I don't know. I'm hey, not here to judge anybody. baby. Everybody's into whatever they want to be into. But um, maybe we should start a second podcast. Well, let's get to this one first. <laughs> because There's a lot of disappointed people out there right now who yeah. just found our podcast and are like, finally, a Sasquatch Someone erotica podcast. talking pod- the real truth. <laughs> I've been waiting. Okay. And then we're going to throw him a curveball and upset him and tell him that we're just here to talk about college wood bat baseball. Like, Summer ball of the Portland Pickles. You know, Dylan the Pickle. Yeah. He's got a lot of the same features. He's tall. As a he's squatch. Kinda, he kind of he rambles out yeah, there. Yeah, he kind of walks. See him? Dude, it's a, it's, visually it's a trip if you're watching him from the booth. And you see him like out in the berm. Just he's the still, head. He's still got a big head, but his body obviously looks smaller from far sure. away. It's very trippy. It's like a cartoon popped into life. Dylan stole my food last night in the ninth inning, and like we did like a kind of yeah Keystone Cops kind of thing. And uh, yeah. I mean, which the crowd loved, but I honestly really just wanted that cheeseburger. And that's rough, man. It was upsetting. It was yeah. upsetting, um, as most of the weekend was. Yeah, Pickle uh, so, Nation, we're uh, in a bit of what they call a slump. Schneid. We're on the Schneid. We're on the Schneid. Uh, yeah, the Pickle Report um, goes back to last Wednesday. That was when our last episode came out. And as of... Um, yeah, Wednesday the 12th. Wednesday uh, the 12th. That was during the Ridgefield Raptors series. Yeah, they won. No. Or no, they lost. 8-1. to one. Yes, that was a rough one. I was at that one. But then the next night was... Honest, the most exciting game of the entire week. The six to five, they six hold five. on for the win, right? Well, because they were down, mm-hmm. they were down they uh, rallied. four to three. Well, they, were, I think, yeah, they were down four to three, and uh, then they scored three runs in the bottom of the eighth, so they were up six to four. Let a guy score six to five, and then it comes down with second and third on two outs, and uh, we struck them out. So ends nice. the game with a six strikeout. So that was very fun. And then the Ben series came through, and so that was tough. That it's was a been tough, a tough one. one. Yeah, it's been a tough one. Um, Friday night's game was a decent game. Uh, they ended up losing twelve to ten, and they they were down. Um, because Ben scored nine runs in the top of the fifth. And so that I think that 
that's what made it 11, 11 to 5. And then Pickles scored 5 in the bottom of 8. So it was like, you know, yeah. it got we got some runs. We got some, you know, chairs in the air. We got, you know, everybody going. Right. And to have that one fall short was tough. But it was at least an entertaining game. Yeah. Um, and then I wasn't at Saturday. You were at Saturday. Saturday, pretty much, you know, I think they scored four or five runs in the, the first inning uh, then. So it was kind of like, oh, all right, we're down 5 nothing right away. And uh, they ended up losing 8-2. to 8-2. to 8-2 was yeah. a tough one. Yeah, never really close on that one. Uh, and that was too bad because it was the Mazelon Venados night. Yeah, Venados night looks awesome. They had a lot of cool jerseys and yeah, they played in the Venados jersey. Their little and then deer hand Benny, motion thing they do. Benny the deer. So Venado means deer in Spanish, and so the Venados mascot was there as well with Dylan. Yeah. And Dylan and uh, Benny played dizzy bat. Like we had them do dizzy bat. Oh, yeah, epic. Yeah, so that was cool. But yeah, just yeah, really. Baseball competition wise, just kind of they was already like, oh, we're down five nothing already. So that was that was pretty tough. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it seems like they're still kind of struggling, maybe to find an identity or they just you know obviously we weren't at as many games as we were at this year as we were like yeah we're seeing a lot more we're seeing of it. a lot more baseball this year than we did last year. But like last year so far, it just seems like. The Pickles had at least two or three guys like Xander, Cooper, Lopez, Daniel Lopez, who could kind of come up to play and be like, there's a decent shot. This guy will just hit a home run, and it's like instant offense. But this year it doesn't seem like we have the bats that can really like come up and it's like there's a good chance this guy will get extra bases or, or a dinger. And uh, that's just like from last year to this year. That's kind of my first observation. Is like we just don't seem to have like the power that we did last year. Yeah, yeah, and I think they are coming together in the field. Also, you know, there's been I don't know what you'd call it miscommunication or yeah, just sort of some miscues, uh, unforced errors in the field that I'm seeing. And you know, it's going to take a little bit of time for everybody to get on the same page. We still have guys that haven't showed up yet who are you know playing in the College World Series. And, yeah. I mean, it's only a couple guys, and who knows? They could be the best guys ever. But sure. right now, we're working with what we have, and we're four and eight. Uh, yeah, a bit of a struggle out of the gate. But yesterday, I mean, yeah, you know, they got two hits. It was three to nothing. Yeah, and they started. You know, it was a great game. Started real strong. Pitching was good, and everybody was you know doing just fine. And then bullpen came in. Gave up some runs in the top of the fifth, and he, two hits, two hits all day, and it was yeah. a, another. It was another one where it's like it's disappointing because everything they had going on for the game, you know, for the day was awesome. You know, there was a lot of uh, Father's Day stuff. Yeah, we had grads. I, I pulled uh, some people. Uh, Alyssa, shout out to Alyssa, graduated from University of Oregon yesterday with cool. her master's degree. Oh, nice! And drug her whole family and friends who had, who were in town. I think from Colorado, they said to to the Pickles game. Drove from Eugene to the Pickles game, and so uh, got her out there for Dizzy Bat. Nice, and, you know. So there was a lot of stuff going on, and 
guy who threw out the first pitch had like eight kids and you know another kid threw out a first pitch like to his dad and so i mean it was like really nice father's day stuff going on and then it was a nice day and everybody was having a good time and the crowd was was great but you know two hits yeah it's tough giving us a lot to work with yeah you know like we're trying to get everybody into it and everything and it's uh it's that uh, yeah a little tidbit on trying to get a crowd into a game where they're losing 7 to 1 is uh not easy. It's it's a challenge. Training. It's, you know? it's, it's just like yeah. It's training for everything it's else. It's gauntlet time, dude. You get in front of an audience that actually wants to hear you. It's yeah, like, you're like swinging a weighted bat, oh, you know. That's so nice. Wow, these people they go, know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 strange, but you know, the thing about this is like, you know, they get some this week. They get some time off, which is nice. They don't have another game, and it's a it's a home game, so they don't have another game till Friday. So they get four days rest, maybe like get away from the ballpark for a few days, maybe go to the batting cages and you know get some swings in. But hopefully they turn around and you know easily you you sweep a series and you're almost at five hundred you know right there. So who knows? You know it's nice these guys have so many games so quickly that you can turn it around. But I imagine if you're slumping, it's like okay now we still are in a slump. So well they're playing this week. They're just not playing here. Oh, they are playing this week. Yeah, they're they've started a series in Walla Walla tomorrow. Ah, uh, okay. Well, which Walla Walla I think is the best, the best team. Team, yeah, I want to say yeah. Walla Walla is eight and one. Whew. Well, play some good competition then. We'll see how it goes. Get them a step up. Time to do it against them sweets. Yeah, and so we're gonna uh, play a little interview that we had with the Venados guys, Roman. And Simon, right? yeah. Ramon and Simon. Yeah. yeah. Very so, nice guys from the front office of the Mazatlan Venados that yeah. were here Friday and Saturday at the games. And just fun guys to be around. You can see why the Pickles front office and their front office have become friends. And it's pretty cool to, to hear kind of the international side of things and what yeah. they've got, like, completely different. They have a yeah, down there. a weird like a kind of a unique culture around this club. You know, they have like yeah. they have this whole. It's something that we don't really have in the U.S. They have this kind of umbrella brand name that you'll hear about in the interview, where the Venados name is attached to not just a baseball team, it's but everything. It's Every everything sport in that this town. In Mazatlan, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it would just be like if the Seattle Mariners had the Mariners baseball and the Mariners basketball and the Mariners marathon and the Mariners. So it's interesting because we don't really have something like that in the U.S. So interesting to hear that um, and very nice meeting those guys. And it looks like this is kind of the beginning of a hopefully fruitful partnership between the Pickles and the Mazalama. We're going to Mazalama. Yeah, we're going. It's going to be great. Yep. So enjoy the interview and we'll be back with more Pickles. More Pickles. All right. Well, here we are. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Gracias. Yeah? Yeah. Um, (laughs) This is just going to be a crappy Spanish lesson. Yeah. Um, Just broken Spanish. So we are here this morning uh, with two members of the Mazatlan Venados organization. Um, We have Ramon and Simon. Hello. Hello. Yes. This is a classic uh, Mexican accent. Yes, yes, yes. yes. If you want a quick Spanish lesson, listen to me. Um, And then we have Alan Miller, uh, co-owner of the Portland Pickles. Morning. 
And so we're here uh, talking because uh, in a, I guess after this podcast has come out, but um, on Saturday, June 15th is Mazalon Venados night at Walker Stadium. So why don't we just get a quick rundown of how this partnership came to be from Alan Miller, the brainchild behind this whole thing. Well, here, here's how this happened. We, uh, John and I, uh, love our Mexican baseball, and uh, we wanted to bring what was we thought to be the greatest Mexican baseball experience, the Mazlan Venados, to Portland. Because most people here have not seen what this is and what happens down in Mazlan. Um, so we went down there on an expedition to experience <laughs> this team, and we were lucky enough to meet these guys, and they took great care of us. And we said, you've got to come up to Portland, and we need to spread the Venados' love to the Pickles community. And that was it, huh? That was it. And wow. they, they said, uh, we heard there's good beer in Portland, and we'd like to try that. Cerveza, but yeah. Yeah, the uh, tea's a bit off. But yeah. Beer, really good. <laughs> Can't do Tough it all. Crowd. Yeah, yeah. Tough crowd. Yeah, Tough crowd. Yeah, Brit, still crowd. salty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Very good. So we have Ramon, oh. and what is your uh, title with the Venados? Okay, I've been with the team, uh, with the club, actually, for about eight months. I'm the director of communications. Okay. So that involves uh, all disciplines, not just baseball, basketball, golf, uh, surfing, boxing. <laughs> so, yeah, we're pretty busy down there. Uh, and, I mean, we have a lot of things going on. I mean, there's, there's a lot of projects, like, up front for us. And we are, like capitalizing one here to come in here to Portland and to have like a taste of what is you know the West Coast League and and what's the what's the pickles here at home so so we're very excited for that and we are here to to have fun and look forward for to continue with this partnership and yeah so many things to come cool and Simon it might be a little helpful for the listeners before we were talking about the Venados are not just a baseball team. They're an entire organization that has a lot of different sports that use the Venados name. So can you guys explain a little bit? Because I don't. That's not quite the same as the we U.S. We don't do that in America. Right. There's yeah, no, like uh, New York Knicks surfing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So, so how, do, how does yeah, that work you, out? You separate it. I mean, uh, but you do have. There are obviously examples of the New York Yankees and the New York soccer team. And, Yes. And they're sort of, they're in some ways related, but yeah. So the way it works in this organization is there's a there's an umbrella organization called uh, Spectacular Costa Pacifico. And that is a sports rights holder. So it owns the rights to have franchises in various sports. So in Mazalan, why are you laughing? I mean, is it my accent or what? No, no, no. It's just, <laughs> we'll explain later why um, a British man is, is talking big, about Mexican. It was the name of the umbrella. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah, yeah whatever. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I never go back. Okay? You know, unlike some. So anyway, uh, moving forward. Uh, so the, 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 the umbrella organization. Uh, so we have, we have uh, a varied sports assets. Uh, they include baseball, which is our primary sports asset. Asset, so we have the franchise for that in in uh, Mazalan. We have a soccer team. We have uh, promotional boxing. Uh, we have golf. We own the rights to the marathon and the triathlon. 
uh, and a basketball team. So it's, you know, it's kind of wide ranging. Um, There's always something yeah. to do. Yeah, you can well, always visit Mazatlan. I mean, for for, for Roman, <coughs> Roman in particular, it's it's like nonstop. It's twelve months nonstop because there's always some kind of sport that's taking place, and not only that, we we're also developing outside of that marketing partnerships and uh, you looking at ways we can utilize the brand new stadium because I think that's really important for the audience to know. We have literally just built a brand new stadium that is, albeit not capacity-wise, because it's about 16,500, but actually it's state-of-the-art, it's, it's world-class, it's a beautiful stadium. So if you ever fancy coming to Mazatlan, come visit us. Yeah. So and the main thing here to, to bring all these sports and disciplines on, on one name, on one brand, it's to, to yes, to, to um, encourage that um, feeling of, of uh, like when you're from, for example, if we, I'm from Mazatlan and I cheer for Venados, but it's not just three months of the year, you know, when the winter uh, season is starts. So it's the whole year to talk about Venados all year for basketball, three months of basketball, four months of baseball, uh, boxing, um, events, and stuff like that. So everything that comes to Mazatlan professionally it's gonna be under the name of Venados. So you make a, a, a big brand, and so every, for example, if you're not a baseball fan, and you're hearing about basketball team playing, winning, you know, winning championship stuff, it's, it's like, make you proud, you know, because it's the same team. It's the same team, it's just the family is getting bigger. And right now, well, we have a, like, oh, the partnership with the Pickle, so that's, that's, that's great for us, because we are expanding, and we have a very, big international community in Mazatlan. We have a, for example, we have a fan club that is called Venados Booster Club, which uh, it's growing, and these, these people buy our membership for the whole season, you know? Okay. So, so we are, this is the main thing here, that we are trying to expand our brand, you know, to, to get to another, uh, yeah, public and, 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 and reach something, do something different that we haven't done before. Cool. So it's like civic pride is what you're talking about, like, uh, but expanded out. So you kind of opened up that umbrella for people, um, and then all of the sports teams they use the same branding, like the same color scheme, same logos, exactly, exactly. All that. Well, that's yeah, easy, exactly. Right? For example, we, I mean, there are a little twists. Like for example, in soccer, we include the, the blue, the okay. blue one, the blue color, and basketball purple. So I mean, it's to give some identity to yeah, different yeah. disciplines. But yeah, I mean. Everybody, it's under the same brand and under the same colors, and, and you know, cool. And specifically about the baseball team, it's a winter league only team, yep. correct? Yeah. So they play from October through to December. Okay. Yeah. And, and playoffs are in January. All right. And what what league are they in? Where are they? What other teams are they playing? Are they playing yeah. only against Mexican well, other Mexican teams? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right now, the league expands to ten teams. Okay, it's going to start this season, this upcoming season. So it's getting bigger. Right now we have Monterrey, and we have another team from Sinaloa, which is the place where we are, uh, where we're from. And so, so yeah, I mean, this, that's 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 the key thing here. So the league expanding, and we are one of the top, I mean, teams. And not because I'm from Mazatlan, <laughs> I'm wearing Ronaldo's jersey. <laughs> no, because we are the oldest team in, in, in the history of the league. Okay. Yeah, so. We were formed uh, in 1942. 
Oh, right? wow. So we were one of the first teams to enter what was then the Mexican League. The, the league that we're in is called the Mexican Pacific League. Yeah. But, um, so it's the largest and the most commercially uh, viable league. Um, it's the best league so, yeah. in, in Mexico. Yeah. Well, and, and American and fans may be familiar with the Charles yeah. team. There was a exactly. fam Charles. famous Charles. character who may have played for the Charles. Valenzuela. Well, I was thinking of Mr. Ken Powers. Well, they're the current champions, actually, so that's why maybe you heard about them. And the good thing here is Play that, for example, the, the champion, the champion of the league, play against the, the champion of Venezuela, Puerto Rico, and Dominican Republic, Cuba, on the Caribbean series. Okay. So that's the plus that we have uh, on this league and our players also, because, for example, it is like a trampoline for them to go to to get a, a chance in the big leagues. You sure. Know, to, do a good tournament, do a good season, and you get a shot on the big league, so it's pretty good. It, um, is, I, when I think of Mexico, I think probably, for me, the number one sport I think is soccer. Mm -hmm. Is baseball a close second? Or, yeah. I mean, obviously you have a lot of, in you, general, Latin American players. boxing, actually. Boxing. Oh, boxing too, okay. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. We have, because we have uh, very famous characters, you know, like Canelo Alvarez. Surdo Ramirez, we have uh, a lot of famous ones, so... And Canelo. Yeah, so Canelo. My, my wife's family calls me that. You look like Canelo, actually. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, you do a little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. A similar version. Not quite yeah. the right o hook Off-season Canelo. <laughs> yeah. Off-season Canelo. Canelo. Canelo free trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's trying to jump up to heavyweight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. Butterbean Canelo. Yeah, Butterbean Canelo. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll punch uh, him later. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna pay for this. I'm gonna pay for this <laughs> double. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm gonna lose a couple teeth. So, what is your story, Simon, with the organization? How? I mean, you're. You sound a little. Yeah, you're not a. You're not a typical Mexican. So no, not typical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did you get in? Great tan, though. Great tan. Yeah. 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 How did you get in with the organization? And how long have you been there? Uh, I've been involved since last, uh, just over a year, about 15 months actually. And I'm uh, a sort of an advisor, really. Uh, my background's advertising, marketing, blah, blah, boring. And. Um, Glad you said it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Well, I did. Yeah. I, I saw you leaning was... sideways, eyes glazing over, you know, trying to stop that yawn coming. Anyway, moving uh, on again. Uh, so uh, I just, they kind of asked me if, if maybe I can help them expand, going back to what the man was saying, expand uh, the relationship that they have as a baseball team with the international community. So um, on one level, it's the people that come from Aslan, Americans and Canadians, because they're mainly North Americans, although we do now get more and more Europeans. So how, how can we expand how can we expand that relationship with that community? Okay. Um, encourage them obviously to come to the games. How can we market to them? And how can we also develop um, relationships outside of that community on an international platform? In fact, this relationship is an example of, of doing that. How can we take our brand and step it outside of Maslan into North America. Uh, so we, we've done a couple of deals like that, uh, marketing partnerships, one in Europe, and now hopefully this is the beginning of something 
very large because we see this, the Pickles relationship, as a, a way of developing a relationship with the West Coast League. Uh, we see um, an opportunity to um, have an all-star game. So the West Coast League all-stars coming down to Mazdan for a pre-game versus the Bernardos. Oh, opportunity. That would be sweet. It would be sweet. We're uh, looking at developing what we're calling a friendship series. So in Portland, the Pickers will play in a three-game series and it will be branded the Bernardos Friendship Series. Mm -hmm. And we would raise money to worthy causes, non-profit. Uh, our focus is mainly on children in need. So it's, it's about well-being, it's about health and education. Um, and then we do the same in, in Maslan in our Winter League. When we're playing at home, we'll brand it the Pickles Friendship League. So reinforcing this partnership and allowing everybody to realise this is, this is something that, that is bigger than just a, a marketing you know, sure. platform. And again, we, we raise funds for children in need through that. So. There's two examples of where this relationship could go. Um, so I was brought in to do that, really. I was brought in to develop those kind of ideas. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. And actually, uh, Alan hasn't told you this, but when I met Alan and John, they came down and we, we met on the field. I was called over to what was a, you know, a spontaneous meeting they were having with yeah. the commercial director. Yeah. And so he called me up. Were you there? I was not, but no, he's told you look, me. You look like somebody was there. But anyway, there was Canelo. Yeah. yeah, it was Canelo. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I look like fighting season. You do. Canelo. You, look, you look. Yeah, just like <laughs> just it. Like you're a twin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Post meth Canelo is slim. Post meth. It's heavyweight and featherweight Canelo. Before and after pictures. Yeah. Before and after. So we so we were in this little group. Well, they, they, these guys were there, and uh, John Ryan, who I had, didn't know, and so Alan turned around and said, well, you know, John, you know, he's from, uh, originally from Canada, but he's a, like a Super Bowl winner. Yeah. yeah. And I Super turned around and I said, nah, don't believe it, because <laughs> you're not big enough. That's what I said to him, you're not big enough, mate, don't give me that, you're well. just not big enough. Which was kind of funny. So at the beginning of a beautiful relationship, really. Tell any person that they're not a champion. That's a great. Yeah. And for me, it was totally different because I met these guys in Jalisco, and it was a Caribbean series, right? That's right. A couple of years ago, and I saw I was working with a TV station, and 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 I saw John Ryan on a on a suite there. And I was like, I think that's an NFX NFL player, you know? Wow, you have a good and, eye. and I was like, and I just uh, talked to the reporter and well, said, hey, let's go and have yeah. an interview. Let's go and have, you know? So. <laughs> he had his jersey and his helmet, number nine, yeah. ready to kick. John Ryan. <laughs> Punting out into the field. Yeah. Something about this guy. <laughs> so he was totally different, you know? Cobbled cutout standing next to him with a. You know who I am, yeah. Yeah, so, so I met these guys uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, and yeah, I mean they were very interested in doing some partnership with team, and and they were doing some scout scouting or something, you know. Scouting. Yeah. That's, that's what drinking beer is. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. <laughs> so, so, tax man, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And Keeping up foreign relations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. So uh, the the um, Mexican Pacific League. The level, like you're talking about guys who 
are looking to get a shot yeah. to get to the big leagues. Yeah, because for example, we are like a triple A level. Okay. The, the, the Mexican Pacific ask. League, exactly. There are guys who play in the Mexican Pacific League and that's all they ever do yeah. and have been there for a long time and they're, well, they're happy with that or. Okay. It's in Mexico, we have two leagues. We okay. have the Mexican League, like it's called like that, Mexican League, and the, and the Pacific Mexican League. Okay. So the, the, the league that we are playing in, it's, it's, it's more, it's got the highest level because. Okay. It's play when the MLB season is over. Right. So most of the players, you know, prospects, um, they come down and play and, and try themselves. Because, for example, in, here in the U.S., you you have to try to hit the fastballs, you know, the velocity and all that stuff. And when you go down to Mexico, you learn how to bat curveballs, uh, all the funny stuff that pitchers oh. can throw. So, so that's why it's tough for some some players from the U.S. to come, or, or not just the U.S. We have people from from Europe actually playing. We have an Italian player, and, Cuban players. Yeah, and Cuban yeah. players. So it's for them it's hard because they have to adjust, and it's and, and that's why like MLB organizations send them yeah. to learn oh. that. And, I didn't know that. That's and awesome. for example, in the other league is play at the same time where the MLB is on. So it's I mean that competition level is not. At the highest, sure. You know, so we have the best players really in the world. I mean, it's the premier winter league, so you have people from all over the world coming to play in Mexico for that time. And there's a lot of ringers that get sent. Yeah, exactly. A lot of major league players that come down to work on things, and you get to see them in an environment you never see them in here. Right. Yeah. For example, in another uh, another part of the year, you have, for example, in the other league, you have like 15 teams or 16 teams, and on the Pacific League, we have now 10, but always eight. So, for example, in Venezuela, they have eight teams. In Puerto Rico, they have four teams or five teams. So, you know, the players, you have to, like, beat them up very quickly and very specifically to, to get that, a competitive team. Right. So that's why the filter, it's, it's hard and it's complicated for them. And, and it's becoming even more competitive with the introduction of Monterrey. Because Monterrey, traditionally, as an area, is, you know, is, is very wealthy. So Monterey City per capita is the wealthiest city in Mexico, yeah. per capita, right? So they invest an awful lot in their sports. So now them entering this league is going to make it even more competitive for everybody else, right? Because they're going to throw some big bucks at it. Yeah, right? and, and that, that for example, so we've got to be even smarter exactly. in the way that we. So I, I know this this is a long time in the in the, in the making, but. Again, the relationship with the pickles. I see an opportunity for some of the players that, um, uh, that maybe not get into the MLB uh, on the first draft, but still want to pursue a professional career. Well, if there's a relationship with the Bernardos, maybe there's an opportunity for a young guy to go. You know what? I can go play for the Bernardos, learn my craft, um, and it, so I wouldn't call it a feeder club or feeder, you know, opportunity, but it's certainly an opportunity in the future for, for people to look at the Bernardos and say, you know what, I can trust my son to go and play sure. with them. So, you know. Cool. That's cool. Well, we got to wrap it up because you I guys got, have... I got one more yeah, question. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys... Is there pickles in Mexico? Yes. Is there pickles? How did you say pickles in Mexico? Just on the hamburgers. They put on the hamburgers okay. and that's yeah. it. That's it? Yeah. People don't just eat pickles? Uh, no, uh, like that, no. If I go get you a pickle right no, now, no, no, you but, eat but it? For example, with, with this partnership, we're going to start doing at the stadium, this guy would eat you know, anything. like corn dogs, but yeah, with yeah, a pickle, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah. 
with cheese and something. Yeah, we have to tropicalize it to Mexican. So yeah, maybe of course. With chili or something. I love it. Right. How do you say pickle in Espanol? Pepinillo. Pepinillo. Right. Those pepinillos. Pepinillo. Pepinillo. There we oh, go. Yeah. All right, well, Simon, Ramon, thank you so much for yeah, doing this. Great. Um, yeah, we'll see you out, obviously, at the stadium in the next couple games. Yeah, and uh, go Venados, go Pickles. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. you so much, guys. Cheers, mate. Fantastic. Cheers, mate. Thank you. That was fun. Let's go, Pickles. Let's go, Pickles. Time now for Pickle of the Week. We pick a pickle player, and we talk about how awesome they're doing, and then we pick out a pickle. A delicious pickle. And we decide if it's good or not. We're harsher on the pickles than we are on the pickles. Yeah. We always pick a good pickle, and then we go with a random pickle. Should we switch it up and just... Guaranteed. We'll (laughs) just pull a name off the roster and be be like, like... this Actually, guy. ooh, it was a rough week for him. Yeah, it hasn't been so doing so hot. But this pickle, we get, have multiple reviews, and it is amazing. Delicious. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the pitching staff because they've really been bringing it. You know, that's they're doing the best they can. The starting pitching's been really good, and we're going to go with Titus Growingwig. Growingwig? Great name. Yeah. What's uh, his stat line? He's pitched in two games. Yeah. And he started one. And he's pitched seven innings. He's struck out ten batters. He hasn't walked anybody, and he's given up five hits and no runs. He started yesterday and was fire. I mean, he had two hits. Yeah. He had two hits against him yesterday. In four innings? Yeah. And then the bullpen. Yeah. Well, it's tough. The So... I yeah, they can't put him out there for yeah, nine. Yeah, these guys you know? are just like, all right, well, you're no done. No complete games from these guys. But this kid, uh, he's good. He's uh, Cal State tight, uh, Titan, Titus the Titan. Oh, cool. I actually have a like my best friend growing up's name was Titus. Nice. So got a little sort of soft spot there. So, yeah. Uh, Cal State Fullerton Titans, Titus Growing, Groningweg, G-R-O-E-N-E-W-E-G. Nice. Groningweg. He's 6'5", 175 pounds. He's a thin stick. <laughs> he's just a whip. He's you know? just like, he can really throw yeah. the ball hard. Uh, he's from Vacaville, which is in California, okay. which always sounds like some place like a like a Boston. Uh, oh, to me it sounds like, like yeah, organized like a, crime. It sounds like a grapes, grapes of wrath kind of Would place. Would you live in Vacaville? I mean, yeah. Vacaville. Well, it probably is, it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Vacaville. And... Yeah, he's a well. He was a freshman, so he's going into his sophomore, sophomore year, wow. and he pitched real good yesterday. He's good. a real good pitcher. If we keep him uh, running him out there, and he keeps getting the same kind of stat line, you know, we'll have no choice but to he'll be an all star. Get the get the bats going behind him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it always seems like the best pitchers get the least run support. Yeah, I mean it's a curse. To be the way it is. I but. think people are like, well, he'll do it. Yeah. Titus. Maybe it is a mental thing. Titus will keep us in it. Yeah. Well, well he did uh, yesterday. He did a great job, and we want to, yeah, tip, tip of, the of the cap. Tip of the cap to, to old Titus. Titus, baby. Good for you. And, uh, well, <laughs> it's that Bell time. The we were provided these pickles by our wonderful producer here, Randall Lawrence, at Cranival Studios. This is from the Belvedere Company, Polish Dill Pickles. And uh, I am. this must be uh, the Polish name for them, Cart. 
Kartzuki. 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 So, uh, what's the, it's a product of Poland. This is coming from Poland. So, this is, you know, smells good. Well, smells Polish. Good. Yeah, there's like, uh, there's like, um, onions and peppers. What is this? Yeah, like, uh, oh, God. Ooh, that is strong. That's a, uh, strong pickle. I don't know. You got it? I don't know. They're deep in there. <laughs> and there's a lot of other And there's stuff. like a lot of stuff. Yeah. Give me that one. You're going to have to get your own. Ugh. I'm not sticking my fingers in there now. Oof. Oh, yeah. That's it. Oof. That's a, that's a hefty grab here. You yeah, maybe get, maybe a fork next you gotta time. You got to get in know. there. All right. Oh. This is almost crowded. You want some? Yeah? All right. This might, this Randall's is good for your health, Bubba. Yeah, Randall's, Randall's a little, a little under, under the weather. weather. He's, gonna... He's got some, but well, this brine is going to help him out. So these are no joke. This is like, hey. This is the real deal. This is the real Polish deal. pickle. Whew. It's, a, it's got Just, a strong odor. We'll give you a little behind the scenes uh, action here, folks. It's 9.15 in the morning. Yeah, we're doing this in the morning. Uh, we uh, we got to go to our day jobs. but um, Pickles for breakfast. Pickles for breakfast. Cheers, here we go. Everyone. This is how dedicated we are. Oh, it's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's like, um... I don't, you, don't like, you don't look like you like it. I don't like it. I like it a lot. I think it's good. I can't tell, though, if I don't like it because it's 9.15 in the morning. Did you brush your teeth right before this? Not right before, but I did brush my teeth, but... Good, good bubba, good. Yeah, I don't like that one. I don't know. I don't know. I like it. All right. I think it's good. It's got almost... It's kind of like almost a sweet pickle, but then it finishes... Right, you know, that's nice. Got a good crunch to it. These are good. Yeah, this is a tasty treat. <laughs> Ding, tasty treat. <laughs> it's a tasty treat. Yeah, I don't understand. What'd you think? You liked it? Randall loves it. Double A. I don't know if we've ever strongly disagreed about a pickle. Before. For real, this is the first time I really. Usually, if we don't like them, we don't like them. Yeah. Or if we like them, we like them. Yeah, I but don't these like are good. I do not like it. It makes me feel kind of queasy, actually. Kind of queasy. I don't know. There's something about the sweetness that caught me off guard. I was expecting some Randall's harsh. Randall's woozy. Jake's queasy. I feel like it's a more of a. I feel like I can't really. I can't throw this pickle under the bus too much. I think it's just too early for me to have. A I pickle. think it's pickles in the evening, pickles in the morning, pickles at supper time. You know. All right. When it's well, pickles, pickles on the podcast, you can eat you can pickles, pickles anytime. anytime. Nice. Yeah. Wow. We're going to get sued for that. <laughs> <laughs> Come at us. Come at us, bagel bites. <laughs> Bubble bagel bites. Uh, yeah, well, for me, I don't know if it's the time or whatever. I'm not into that. I'm going to say like I single A. I okay. don't I don't like it. We'll meet in the middle. I'll go. I can meet uh, with a double A. All That's right. Fine. It's fine. It's different. A. It's definitely not um, a pickle that I would like pick out. No. I wouldn't pick that pickle. But I like it. I think they're tasty. All right. Well, yeah. So Titus, Titus, tip of the cap, Belvedere. Uh, no tip of the cap for not me, from Jake. Never me. But hey, if you're out there and you see him, try him out. Let us know. Hit us up on the gram. Let us know what you think of the yeah. Belvedere pickles. All right. Well, how about just go pickles in general? And we all of the pickles. All the pickles. Just keep going. We've all got room for improvement. We all got room for improvement, and also like you know, not every pickle is for everybody. That's right. But there's a pickle out there for you. Yes.
Tickles. Well, everybody, now it's time for Inside the Jar, where, of course, we interview one member of Pickle Nation. Uh, we were very excited to be joined by Joe Simons, uh, the golden voice of the Blazers Outsiders crew, who also happens to be a, an absolute pickle maniac. He has season tickets, and he has had them for the last four years. So we were really excited to sit down with him and just talk about all of the things that he loves about the organization, about the team, about Walker Stadium. So we hope you enjoy. Go Pickles. All right. We are here with Joe Simons and Lacey Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. Uh, Yes, Joe Simons, obviously, just superstar in Portland. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously, yeah. I don't don't know why I'm saying your name. They can recognize you just from your voice. The golden voice of the Portland Trailblazers. Blazers Outsiders. Along with Shane and Danny. Nah. No, not <laughs> so much. They're your, co- they're your co-hosts. Yeah. I like to say we're all co-hosts. They like to sort of position one of us as a host and others as co-hosts. You're in the middle, dude. I know. I mean, just take it. Just take it. Okay. I'm the show, Blazers yes. Outsiders. <laughs> yeah. You're the show. You're the insider of the Outsiders. Danny yeah. is the insider. He's well, the nerd true. and stuff that I don't care about that he knows. And God bless him. That's why he's there. Yeah. And Shane is mildly funny. A fourth funniest person in Portland, I've heard. Great. Wait, who's the first funniest person in Portland? Who would to be determined? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, I see. Wait. It's it's a new year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Someone's gunning for the top spot. The competition is there. Yeah. Uh, and Lacey Evans, who is a powerhouse over at KGW <laughs> Traffic Reporting. That's right. I get you to and from. Yeah. And you know, I just owned a, I just bought a car. Nice. So I need you now. It doesn't have a radio. But. Yeah, it doesn't have a radio, but uh, yeah. I just love the idea of powerhouse traffic reporting. Yes. Just in your face. Listen here. <laughs> right. The tunnel is clogged. I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed you got a car because I feel like every podcast that you are on or talked about on. Your bike is a main topic of conversation. People having to give you rides. Right. So now that narrative's gone. Yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm cheap, which will override me driving my own car a lot. Sure. So I biked here. Huh? I biked here. So it's still on brand. <laughs> um, but Joe and Lacey are, uh, have been, the reason we're on interviewing them. Brian time. Yes, we're on yeah. Brian time. We're on time, time right now? Yes. This is. Hi, Pickles Nation. Any, anytime. God, time. that's hot. Um, is that <laughs> she you, laughs, they love it. <laughs> is that you guys have been season ticket holders. You are basically super fans. Shane Brendan calls you the mayor of Lens. Yeah, that moniker, I'm glad you're bringing this up because... Uh, I'm just curious who's lived in Lens longer and who served on the board of the Neighborhood Association and uh, definitely wasn't Joe Simons. Yeah. Wow. Do you have? I yeah, have, yeah, she was a secretary. I don't, I, I don't know if I brag about that. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> is true. You've been to that neighborhood? You should have done more. That is true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you really, really let it slip but, on your watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're the one we should be blaming for the needles. Not anymore. Huh? Not anymore. But we are inaugural season ticket holders, yes. Yes. That's awesome. I mean, half season, but no, I think it, counts. it still counts. It counts. Yeah. From the jump. If yeah. you get a package of any... You you're know, a fan. Anything over seven tickets... You're a fan. ...for a season is... You're putting in work. It's just wild to see kind of where it was when we started. Yeah, give us kind of a rundown of what it was day one to year four now. I mean, 
what do you think? Like, the first couple games, it was kind of like people trying to figure it out. and then But by the end of season one, I kind of feel like it's sort of close to what it is now. Do you yeah, I guess that's true, but you're forgetting that we didn't have actual seats, remember, in season one? Oh, yeah. So we are on the third baseline in the front row, but season one, those box seats were not existent. Oh. They did not finish the park in time. I don't know why. It was but, a big um, undertaking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So they just had, like, lawn chairs. I mean, it was like... a little league field. <laughs> Honestly, right? Yeah, it was. Well, it was, there was a men's league played there, but, I mean, you're right. It was not I don't think it, it was, like, now. a closed-off no, stadium, it was not. you know? Like, it wasn't, like, a what it is today, where right. it's, like, there's the fence all the way around, and it's clearly a, a ballpark that is used for a, a team. For sure. One team. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So those seats weren't there, so we just got, like, lawn chairs, and so, I mean... They were always in a different spot, and you were like, I'm seat eight, and someone was would be in what you thought was That's eight, right. and it's like, okay, I'll just sit here? I don't know. And so, I mean, it was fun. <laughs> it was still fun, but... Um, it was quirky. Quirky, yeah. 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 And it's still quirky, but like, you know, you go to a game, and you're like, how many people are here? And they announced 2,200. Yeah. And that would have been, by far, the biggest attendance season one. So it's just... The come up is just awesome. Yeah. yeah. And, and people, I feel like when I, wore, when I wore a pickle shirt four years ago, people were like, what the hell... Is that on your shirt? And now people kind of have an idea yes. of what That's it is. That's true. Like you see it more around. Yeah. Yeah, it's Sorry. out. It's it's out in the the bloodstream of Portland. I think. <laughs> I think it is too. I I did a show the other day and they introduced me as like the primetime guy from the Portland Pickles, and people were like, "Woo!" You know, and you're like, "Yeah." Oh wow! I, like I didn't expect that. Always like, like what? I see pickles hats. I'll be like, "Go pickles!" And people are like, "Yeah, go pickles!" Like it's you know, <laughs> yeah. it's out there. It's well, that guy Charlie, yeah, came all the way from Pennsylvania. Totally. What? Like I was at I was at Elephant's Deli, and this guy was like, "Hey, go pickles!" Because I had my pickles shirt on. He was like, "I'm visiting my brother," and like the one thing I said we had to do was go to a pickles game. Wow. And they like. We made him do Dizzy Bat. He was a professor at Penn State. Yeah. And he tanked so hard that <laughs> he almost killed himself. Yeah. It was, it was, it was something. Well, I, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I, I will say that I think people know more about it, but I yeah. still get the, so are they like in the minors? Like, are they like AAA? I think, that's, like, I think a lot of people at the games still are like, Oh, yeah. I've heard it at the games. Who, who are these people? Like, they don't, I don't think they quite get it. Right. Also... Good job. I just listened to the last episode. You boys did a fabulous job explaining like what they are and the classification. Right. So it was good to lay that out. I, I don't know if you guys will be able to answer this because my buddy Andy, who's a season ticket holder with us, asked this and I couldn't answer the question. Is there anything different about like the dimensions of the field, the height of the mound from Major League Baseball? So it is well, identical. The only thing is the mound height MLB regulations? Because there's a different mound height in college ball than... Is there? I think so. I think okay. it's a little... But I'm not sure. I... Yeah. The field is... Like, it's always going to be... Yeah. 90. 90. Yeah. But uh, the, the mound might be different. Yeah, that was the one thing I was thinking. The mound like, is like, the only thing I think might be different. And I know baseball, but, you know, I could not tell you how high a mound is supposed to be in Major League Baseball. No. I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I expect that question to be answered on the next episode of Brian Time. it will be. There you go. Inside, inside baseball. Mm-hmm. Mound height. Yeah. Where did it come from? Puts butts in the seats. The only the other thing that I there wonder, was a stack of carpets, right? And it has to be at least forty-seven carpet widths. Yes, and that's how it started. The other thing I wonder about is the uh, the outfield length, because I think mm. like left field is a little over three hundred, but I I don't know if there's a range of like what a college ballpark will like the minimum or the maximum is allowed to have for fence length. 
Yeah, I think that, the, that, I think that varies a lot. I mean, like if you look at a place like Fenway, where it's like, oh, it's short, but we just build a big wall. Totally, yeah. And Walker's kind of like that, where it is. it's like down the line, it's kind of short. It is. Like, if you hit a, a left field homer, it's not that hard. Yeah. But obviously, for them, for them, for us, I can't get it. We did batting practice last year. They let us do batting practice, and it was embarrassing. <laughs> How even, like, just no contact. Like, you can't. It's hard. It is so hard. This is coming in too fast? Or I mean, I haven't swung at a baseball since I was in, like, sixth grade. So I'm just like, <laughs> We you know, just fouled like, each one off. Neither one of us made, like, like legit. Real oh, that's a hit. On yeah, a yeah, single yeah. One. yeah. How many attempts did you get? We probably did five, ten. ten. Five to ten each. We got it. We did two rounds. Like, they just did And quick, it's so fast. Yeah, he's, like, throwing them in there. Get on out of here, you know. He's like, next. Yeah. Like, well, I didn't, I didn't really get a chance, coach. And they're, like, preparing for the game. And we're just a couple jack No, yeah. Like, you don't want to That around. sounds amazing. It was fun. It was fun. And, like, so I wasn't... I didn't swing it, like, the first two. Yeah. And Mags is like, those are strikes! <laughs> like, I, I was just... I was waiting for my pitch, coach, you know? The one thing I feel bad about is kids that play center field because, you know, they do a nice job lighting the field, but there's definitely a spot in center where if the ball comes in a certain and way. And in right, for sure. Is it in right, too? It's most, yeah. You can see. They can't see it. They, they kind of look up and you're like, oh, no, Johnny's lost in it right, right now. And it just kind of drops at his feet. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, it's just kind of a poor complaint at the park. Yeah, it was Friday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that happened a couple times Friday. That was a rough inning, man. So we've, and you guys can be a part of this fun thing because you're there a lot. So, the middle of the fifth, which we're going to change, uh, but before now, the middle of the fifth is where we have done Dizzy Bat. Mm. And so, uh, we tell people to meet us there at like, the beginning of the fifth. And people are so anxious about going out there on the field and doing this, right? And then so far, every time, that is when the other team has scored all of the runs. <laughs> wow. So, three runs yesterday, nine runs on Friday. And so, it's like... And the clock is running on these people's anxiety about the fact that they have to go out in front of all these people and do dizzy bat. And it's like, yeah, it's going to be a while. And it's like, and then we just walk six guys and, you know, routine fly balls are dropped. And just, the, you can feel these people getting more and more uptight about the fact they have to go out there. And it's like, well, you know, it's the dizzy bat curse. You're just going to have to wait it out. Is that why they all cheat? <laughs> you know, I think we sort of encourage the cheating. I'm sorry, there was not 10 spins from that gal last night. At a certain point, though, it's like... Last night? Yeah. The college uh, graduate girl? Yes. Alyssa? Yes. Our biggest fan ever? Look, she was great. I loved her outfit. She had a great dress on. She's going to be um, listening. Well, look, Alyssa, I loved your outfit, but you only spun five times I was counting. I sit literally right in the front row. I had a great view. She lives for people <laughs> breaking the rules so she can call them on it, Alyssa. I'm very sorry. That part's true. Go picks. Have you guys, like, have they done this kind of stuff all four years? They've done, like, the dizzy bat and all. I didn't know if, like, the first season. I think the bowling were, is new The bowling is new. new. They did a chip. Yeah, Joe loved the golf game. I think he played that several times. Oh. I found my way into the golf game, I think, three times the first season. Oh, they had like a little, like a... Yeah, so basically they'd set up like a big piece of cardboard, yeah. and you would chip off it into a hula hoop, which sounds way easy. But it's actually not easy to me at all. The hula hoop <laughs> at all. to like stay <laughs> in there. Stay, yeah, yeah. But I got a bunch of free golf out of it. I encourage them to bring it back, but, you know, they got the bowling. Well, yeah, because Kingpin's a big sponsor now. Yeah. They, yeah. Have great. you been to a Kingpin's? Yeah, we have. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. They're fun. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know if you've noticed this yet either. I've been watching uh, the live streams of other places. Mm. When they were in Ridgefield the other day, we were making fun of them because they were literally 
throwing paper plates into big gray garbage cans. That was like a game <laughs> they were playing. It was who can, it was like, you're just picking up trash. <laughs> well, now the pickles are doing this thing where they're, they're oh, sending kids around to pick up garbage around the stadium. And if you pick up the most garbage. They did that in the early seasons too. Has that been done before? And I was like, yeah. this is our nightmare. Like this is what we were making fun of other people for. Look, it's classy when it's done in Portland. Okay? <laughs> but I want to say some they of those kids. They make a kids, game out of it. Yeah. Some of those exactly. kids are just taking garbage out of other garbage cans. Probably. <laughs> Trash kids, dude. <laughs> Some of these games have not been that enjoyable to watch. Dude, they haven't been that fun. Right. Just like whatever. Nine, in, nine, nope. nine runs in an inning. You got to pick up some trash and keep yourself busy yeah. at a certain point. Yeah. So, what else do we want to? What's this about? Oh well, yeah. No, I have. A, so I'm kind of changing the subject back to like the oh. rules about the mound height because oh. we talked about this last oh. night. Um, do the teams have an agreement with like the college coaches mm. that pitchers, for example, can only be use so so much like they will have a certain amount of pitches I don't know before that they it's get like taken a, out a written agreement okay. i know that uh the pickles and their uh pitching coach zach miller prides himself on taking care of his guys yeah. and i know that if you're a college coach and you coach for wsu as an example and you send your kid there and he gets worn out sure. over a summer and comes back you're not going to send them the next year, right? Because it's it's basically recommended. So it behooves our coaching staff to, you know, limit the pitch count, take care of these kids, let them get the work that they need to get, but not, you know, like wear them out. And so I think that's kind of, you know, like we have a guy like that, you know, pitcher of the week, Titus Groenweg. Yeah. Also pickle of the week this week. Ooh. I don't know which I don't know which title he's going to covet more, but I think I know. Um, Not ours. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, I mean, he pitched four innings yesterday. That seems and to be the match. And he did great, and then they took him out. But that makes sense. I mean, so, to your point, you're not yeah. going to send yeah. a kid back to college all worn out. They've already played all season. That's exactly. for sure. This is, this is supposed to be their off season where they're resting, and then they just go back right into more baseball. And there's still another, what is it, 60... Games that the, the season is something. You know, yeah, I mean, so you're adding another. Se- three, I mean, obviously pitchers aren't really doing it, but yeah, I mean, so it's a lot of work, and especially if some of these guys are MLB prospects, they're not like these games don't matter to like you know they yeah they want to win, but at the end of the day, like they're trying to get their money. They're not going to be like, all right, I need to get this extra two two innings, blow their arm out, so they're like, it's not no, yeah, no. So they, there's I think there's just a. Everybody knows what it is. Yeah, but to your point, I don't think it's like a written agreement. Yeah, like, just like they're a not on a pitch limit or anything. Handshake. Like yeah. Type thing. Well, that do, makes sense. I'm glad I asked. Do we have a candidate for the next Joey Cooper of the Portland Pickles yet, dude? I think that's what the team is missing. Yeah, I think yeah. this season. I we were we've talked about this a couple times off. Is like we last have Gabe season. Scoro, we have Manzo. We have yeah. a couple like returning guys. Velasquez, I feel like, is a good candidate too. There's like, nobody with chest hair and right. the swag. The bad boy. No one has the swag. The yeah, yeah, and it's tough because you know he was there three years. Right. He was there a couple years. Like you know, uh, Lopez, I think, was there two or three years. Garcia was there. Like you had players guys, who were yeah. there for a couple years. Right. So it kind of feels like there's been a lot of turnover. And maybe as the season goes on, I think that will probably become more familiar with the guys. What's his name? Arndorf? Yeah. The kid from Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Field that's yeah. got a cannon and it has also hit a couple bombs. I think as far as just talent goes, he's, he's showing us some. I don't know. I want to see the kid we got from Auburn. There's a kid playing in the World Series right now from Auburn. Oh. 
The other thing, though, wow, is really? that... And he's yeah. coming to the Pickles? SEC. Pickles. Yeah. I think it's <laughs> yeah, their it's first, first ever. Good job, Pickles. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think the other thing, too, is that from last season to this season, they had six returning players, but five of them are pitchers, so you don't see them every day. Mm. Like, yeah. Coop came back, and he was an everyday player. Sure. Xander was an everyday player. And they also yes. could bring instant offense. Like, they're the two top home run hitters. And this year, it's just like the home runs are definitely few and far between. There would be so multiple far, games yeah. last year where you'd be like, yeah. you'd see three pickles home runs, and now it's just like if you get one. I think, I think we were saying we've I've seen two. I've seen one. In and I've been to whatever eight of the twelve games. You know whatever. Well, that's the like, other thing is for us we're um, seeing a lot more. Yes, I mean, we're going every game now. Which we won it last year. Yeah, yeah. Like last well, year, they were a couple just... times a week, but now it's like, you know, four or five games a week. Yeah, what's your guys' actual title out there? Are you like the yeah, presenter? We're, we're the official on field hosts. We're part of the public address team. Okay. So we're like a um, an attachment of like Robert Jones, the, the PA guy. Um, you know. I knew I was going to do this. I'm trying not to interview you guys right now. I know. I like it's it's it flipping. A lot. More of your yeah. voice on this, the better. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to complain at all. Yeah. I do have a question for Lacey. Uh, do you get a lot of tweets that are meant for the WWE superstar, <laughs> Lacey Evans? She does. Uh, you I get, do. And has she tried to buy the handle from you or anything? No, yeah. but I've been thinking of like challenging her to what? something. To what? Lacey? I don't yeah. know. Dizzy Bat? If Maybe you get Dizzy WWE <laughs> superstar <laughs> Lacey Evans to come do Dizzy Bat... Yeah, and then you she'll know, just send her kick you in the face. I mostly just think it's funny. I, I, I don't... You're right. Have I people don't talk know. to you though? Like, and they think that you're. No, they just will like use my at Lacey Evans, but in reference. So you get like, tagged a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry, I don't know Twitter that well. So but many I'll mentions. get tagged about yeah. you know like. I'd kill. For she's those winning mentions. that belt. I'm so jealous. I'd kill for those mentions. But it's not me. I didn't win a belt. So yes. anyway. Yes. Yeah. Let's get <laughs> time. Come on. Come on. I mean, all right. Well, uh, I thought that was fun because like I said, I you know, just doing some research. Doing your homework. I love it. Yeah, you know. This is our life now. Yeah. yeah. We just watch baseball and we talk to local celebrities and it does. So we had Stephanie Kralovich, you know, another Fox friend 12, of the program. Of course. Wonderful human being. We, run, we run through all the news people. She immediately started, like, so tell me about this. I'm like, hey. Uh, yeah. Back up, lady. This is our thing. Well, here's the thing. I've probably listened to, it's probably because we're not good at interviews, most of your guys' episodes. And I don't know if you're trying to keep this separate, but... Have you ever even mentioned on the show that you're both comedians? I think we very like, briefly mentioned. We try to keep it. I understand. You know about the the team. It's about the team. It's not really about us. I mean, yeah, we don't like, like push our dates or anything. No, sure. yeah. Oh, hey, if you want to come out to Helium and see us or whatever. Also, a lot of kids listen to this surprisingly. Understood. So it's like kind of like, ah, eh, you won't be googling these names. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. Like I got videos online that are just like, oh, this is what you joke about. <laughs> it's all Nazi stuff. These are your jokes. These are your jokes. Uh, I don't want to get you guys in trouble. No, it's well, fine. it's a little late now. Yeah, Joe. Hey, it's Iggy Pop. Um, <laughs> yeah, lust for life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, I guess as season ticket holders, like you guys are there. How, I was. We kind of talk about how like it's more like we we're talking about how like major league organizations. You're, you know all the players. Like these are the best baseball players on the planet. But in the pickles and these really. You might not even know half the roster. You know, you like the Coop and the Xanders, they have a cult status. But besides that, you're just like, who are these guys? And do you guys like that aspect of it's like, it's more about the team than like, you know, 
Mike Trout. You know, I feel like people are just like, who are the the pickles are are what you're seeing. You're not seeing these players. You're seeing the pickles, and the fans seem to have almost like as much part of the culture at Walker Stadium as the team. Almost, you know, like half the time you're watching. I watch people, and I'm like, they don't care about the game right now. They're like, oh, they're yeah. like, dude, got a pickle, drinking some brew, like whatever, <laughs> you know. But do you guys like that aspect? Is that part of the reason that you're like, yes, this is like why I'm into this stuff? You want to take that? Well, um, it's just interesting. Four years on on a team that the team doesn't really so ma- you know what I'm saying. I like, reference my roster cool. almost every at bat. Oh, so you're, <laughs> I, I'm, okay. I'm you're interested in who they are. Who they are? Okay. Lacey will be the old woman in the stands who is keeping score yes. by herself. Glasses, transistor radio. That yes. is you. It's not a bad not thing. Not now. Not now. Let's just make that clear. Fifty years from now, <laughs> you're no. Lacey Bartman. Lacey Bartman. <laughs> exactly. You got turtleneck on. Right. No, but I mean, to your point, Jake, like, you know, baseball is a team sport, but it's basically an individual sport, right? Like, you're you're doing things out there by yourself, and occasionally you turn double play, but it's kind of an individual team sport. But I love, like you said, I think it's fabulous, because even though we had, like, two or three players who were cult heroes and it's fun to come back, it's cool, like, you know... I heard you guys talking last episode about people coming from UCLA and like Darius, I can't remember his last name, but big kid from UCLA. And I was like, oh, who's this? And you check out the roster, UCLA, you know, incoming, whatever year he is. Yeah. And it's just, it's cool to see all these players come from different places. Obviously, all the Wazoo kids I get really excited about. Yeah. Like, Coop, go Coops. But yeah, you don't necessarily need to have a, like, a 10-year history with a player right. to kind of pull for what is happening because... I mean, all these guys are awesome. They're just out there to have a good time. They're goofing around like the rest of us. And the fact that 2,000 people are like in Lens Park, I mean, part of it, I don't think we've mentioned this yet, we live a 15 minute walk away from the stadium. So, you know, you know, we joked about it, but Laces lived there for 10 years. And to have something like this in that area of Portland, that is kind of forgotten about, and people crap on Lens and make fun of it, but it's cool to have a very important thing going on there that is actually building up the community. It's a reason for people to come to Lens, not run away from it. And I think that's a big reason why we love it so much. Yeah, and it's really family friendly. It's like, yeah, let those kids run around on the berm. Like, get them out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. So. Kids, are, kids seem to stop punching Dylan, though. He's, no, are they, are they doing that? Oh, man. That's not oh, nice. Taking abuse? Whoa. I, um, He's a Bruce Pickle, dude. It's bad. <laughs> Bruce Pickle. <laughs> it's bad. Wow. And they're just ruthless. Oh, no. They're, oh, man. These kids are nasty. They're just wow. mean. Dude, Dylan and Blazers night, which I was bummed that you guys weren't out there for. Me too. Like, they ended up having Dylan be Bla- uh, Bla- Blazes catcher. So, like, Blaze, <laughs> and the, no glove, obviously. So, he, Blaze just tosses it, and it, like, sails over his head. And, but it still kind of makes Dylan look bad because he didn't catch it. So, you just, like, <laughs> this, like, giant pickle, like, can't see yeah, really what right. Dylan has Blaze no peripheral vision. Blaze was able to throw it, for sure. Wow. Yeah, he just whipped it I in mean, there. Blaze does, like, jumps off trampolines and does backflips and, and dunks. Of yeah. course, he should be able to throw a Dylan can't do anything. No, that. he's a little restricted. <laughs> Dylan has. Did not he doesn't have a gymnast <laughs> head. You know, like they got the gymnast body, but the head is way out of proportion. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, I love Dylan. We've talked a lot about Dylan this episode, actually. Yeah. Well, I, he, I feel like he he's the face, but also an unsung hero. Like he yeah. kind of just they just set him loose. Like there's no he's just like No instructions. No, and he doesn't have a handler. <laughs> he's just out there naked, dude. Like he's yeah, out there naked. It's kind of us, like we try, but yeah. at the same time. 
well, you guys got stuff to do. You're, you're, you're busy up there. But yeah. that's the kind of thing we're talking about, right? Where it's like people come to see Dylan. Right. People come to see whatever, you know, like we hope at some point they come to see us. But, at you know, the players and all the, the on-field stuff, you know. It's, it's fun and necessary, but it's not like the primary. People aren't coming out to see a specific player unless it's like parents or kids sure. necessarily. They, they're come to be a part of the whole deal. Right. Yeah. It is cool, though, to see the player, uh, the kids, even at this level, wanting the autographs of the players. Because yeah. you're like, you know, some of these guys will go on the league, but some of these guys won't. They're just college ball players, and that'll be that for them. But these kids are still, like, look up to them as, like, these kind of, you know, heroes, even if it's not, like, you know, it's not these famous guys yet. Yeah. Well, it's, when you're that age, they're, it's like, they, they are men. Yeah. You know, like, the, like I remember. They are men. They're more manly than me. <laughs> well, yeah, I get that. Yeah. But, like, our, my my first like WHL game when I uh, you know like I remember being seven years old and being like these are men you know and now I'm 37 years old and I'm yeah. like God, look at these 15 year old kids out here punching each other in the face <laughs> you know like your perspective changes but, yeah to them but there was also like a 50 year old guy getting autographs yesterday and I was like it let's maybe it was for a son maybe nope, for a son definitely wasn't <laughs> uh, I asked him and he had no son uh, <laughs> I want your guys' opinion on something. So this is a debate we have. We sit next to the on-deck circle. That's where we are. So the sure. players always come up. On the pickle side? On the pickle side. Yeah, yeah. So they always come up and, you know, what's up and dab the kids. And it's all... It's Near all, the shinsens, right? The gummy worm? Yes. Yeah. The gummy yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, very, I'm very curious about this. So Lacey asks the player... Well, so, well, the players have a tendency to talk to me and my other male friend, Andy. So it's me and Lacey and our friends, Andy and Tabby, who are also season ticket holders. But the players have a tendency to talk to me and Andy as opposed to Lacey and Tabby. And Lacey, I mean, I've I don't want to speak for you. Now. Well, I've you stopped. stopped. But my whole thing is they're 18 year old kids. They're probably still scared to talk to grown <laughs> women that are sitting there and are more comfortable with me and Andy. Do you guys subscribe to that theory, or am I way off? As here? a man who's still afraid of grown women, uh, yeah, I'd say so. Right? Jake, Jake has been looking the opposite way. Of I Lacey. haven't made eye contact <laughs> one time. It's not comfortable for me. I'm not. Uh, it's nothing against you, but I just, you know, understood. Uh, Keep it over there, lady. Right? I mean, it's probably. I, I know what I was like when I was 17, 18 years old. I. Yeah, but also, you know, I mean, I think at this age... At Joey this... Cooper didn't talk to you? Oh, oh. Joey Cooper See, talked to me. that's what I'm saying. There's a difference between boys and men, all right? And Coop was a man. Although it took him a while. Sorry, Coop, if you're listening to Put You On Blast. Love you, but Coop. it did take him a while. But once he stepped yeah. into his swag, he was like, yeah, what's up? Also, yeah. if these guys are... <laughs> I, know, I know it. You know, from here... They've sure. kinda, you know, they've got a limited amount of time and they're focused clearly on you're taking so also, I think they're just focused on some of these some they can actually get. <laughs> some of these guys have girls in the yeah, stand. That's, and yeah, they're, that's what I'm and they're like, I'm not trying to mess up this. They know I'm the, not asking are them they groupies? like oh yeah. oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Did you know this? She wants to be <laughs> one. No, no, She's no, mad. No, no, she does. No, 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 no. But see, like, I want to ask them, like, so, like, where do you live? Where's your host family? Like, what did you do today? Did you get a good lunch? Do you do your own laundry? How's school? What's your major? You're, like, you want to be at the, a mom. I would not want to talk to you at all. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to talk to you about any of that. Like, whatever. So, I'm not, like, there are, they okay. have nothing to be afraid of. So, last year, at, like we said, we weren't at every game. But we, we talked to the players, and we started to understand the girl situation. But now, this year that I'm at 
all the games. I have already identified, because I'll see the same girl faces. I'm like, and they're not paying attention to the game. They're talking to each other, and then they'll what pay. What game? They're like, no. And then after, if you stay at the end of the games, the girls are on the outside of the fence. Wow. Oh, it's. All the parents listening are mortified right now. Your boys are becoming men here in Portland. Okay? <laughs> They're growing up. Some of, okay, the other thing though that we learned last year is there are some guys who are just like, I'm not about that. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to get oh, girls. Oh, good for them. Like, they go on the road and they bring their Xbox and they play video games in the hotel. They're and not they're, going to Kelowna looking for ladies, is what you're saying. Not everybody's a Joey Coop, man. <laughs> not everybody's a Coop, you know? So. Not everybody's bad in cleanup. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this well, is fun. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank wow. you guys so much. Oh yeah, we're we're. Uh, Did we go way over? Yeah. Uh, not cares. twice as long as we needed. Yeah. Hey. It's the, the longest. The Maris or the whatever. The longest <laughs> episode of Prime Time in the history Hell of the yeah. world. And it's thanks to Cut you. Cut out whatever you want. Joe no. Simons, Lacey Evans, WWE superstar. <laughs> Lacey Evans. <laughs> say, can they? Can people say hi to you? Can they be like, hey, I listen to your. Are Please you, come up yeah, front row. Yeah. Mostly Isaac directed toward Lacey. Was very excited to Isaac. Oh, Isaac was. Know yeah. That we were on television. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say coming on the Brian Time podcast. Oh no, I haven't talked more about that. But you know, Isaac, he. Uh, yeah. 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 Super fan. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, yes, of course. All right. Well, thank you guys. Yeah. Thanks thank you guys for doing it. Go pickle. How about go pickles? Ready? One, two, three. Go, go pickles. pickles. Switching it up this week, bringing back a segment that we did a, a few of last year, Ghosts of Baseball Past. Ghosts of Baseball Past has been a fun segment where we get deep into the history. We talked a lot about Portland baseball history, and this week we want to talk about kind of a, it's got a, a lot of different angles. It's got cinema history. Baseball history. Baseball history. S- Southern North Carolina history. Yeah. Very There's a lot going on. Yeah, so what we're talking about is this last week, the Durham Bulls. As made famous by the movie Bull, Bull Durham. Durham. They they did a throwback in a, uh, a promo jersey, and they, they rebranded themselves for one game as the Lollygaggers. Which you may remember was a very famous quote from the movie. Yeah. You lollygag the ball around the infield. You lollygag your way down to first. You lollygag in and out of the dugout. Do you know what that makes you, Larry? Lollygaggers. Lollygaggers. And so they 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 rolled out these powder blue jerseys, powder blue, orange lettering, numbering, and then they actually put the quote in like in the numbering tiny yeah, yeah. tiny script in the numbering. And they've done a bunch of different promotions around Bull Durham. Uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, they're put on the map because of that movie. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's and changed. Been there? I've been there. I've been I the... haven't seen a game, but I've been to the Durham Bulls Athletic Park, which is where the North Carolina Tar Heels play baseball, and it's where the Durham Bulls play baseball. Yes. And they they're a Triple A team. I want to say now, they were Single A for a long time. Yeah. What are they? International League, AAA affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. Well, and so, East Coast, they can just go from North Carolina to Florida. Yeah, that's not too far. Yeah. And so they've done a bunch of stuff around the, the movie, and they basically have said, 
you know, the guy who's the the marketing manager, the director of communications. Yeah. It's got to be a fun job, but yeah, for the Durham Bulls. Yeah, and he's like, well, we don't we we don't tap into this enough. Like they did the 30th anniversary last year, and so this year they basically said this is one of the most quotable movies of all time as far as baseball fans go. Sure. So let's do let's make ourselves the lollygaggers, which is one of my favorite scenes, and the uniforms look actually really great. They've done a bunch of different stuff. They have the um. Yeah, I don't the, know what they call them. The Durham Racers is what they call them. Right, but like I'm trying to explain to the people listening. So the Pittsburgh Pirates do it. With yeah, the, the sausage sausages. Guys, so they're yeah. the really tall yeah. mascots, basically. So they have them as Susan Sarandon, Tim Robbins, and, and uh, Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'll do that. Um, but yeah, so that's a cool thing to do. It's I really like, funny. I like that these smaller teams. You know, because once you get to the pros, it's about the game fully, right? Games matter. You know, it's like you want to win at any level, but, you know, once you get to the Mariners, the MLB, people are like, yeah, these promo nights are cool, but event, at the end of the day, the baseball is what's going on. What I like at these lo- lower levels where, like, the baseball kind of ma- matters for sure, yeah. but also, like, what's going on off the field yeah. has almost equal play. Yeah, which you don't get in the majors. It's really like we're all here to watch the game. Cool, you have a free hat giveaway, but at the end of the day, you're here to watch the best baseball right. players on the planet. But you know, like the pickles, it's like, you know, a lot of the fans don't know these guys' names even yet, right? And so they're just like, cool, baseball's happening, but also there's a deer running around because it's Fanny the Deer Night, Fanny and deer, like, yeah. I I don't know that really I really like that a lot. That's well, kind of part of the best part about these lower level teams yeah and it's all it is awesome and that's kind of just the nature of it because if in the major leagues you've got retention you've got stars and in in college wood batter triple a especially like if you have a guy who's crushing it who people want to come out and see he's not going to be there very long no so people have to identify with you know the the mascot or whatever uh, the the thing that makes it fun to come out yeah that's what the culture of the team and the stadium and the fans actually is probably the star of the show because the players are interchangeable in terms of where they're moving. Yeah. So you kind of have to make it like a fun experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like the Durham Bulls have done a lot with yeah. that. Yeah. So that's awesome that they're doing that. And yeah, it'd be interesting to it'd be interesting to see if if you know if any fans know about other cool stuff like this definitely hit us up and let us know like if you find examples of small market teams or these developing uh leagues doing stuff like this because I'm always interested in hearing more about these kind of weird promo nights that they kind of can get away with and and be part of it yeah the dir- the that director of communications and marketing said uh, that's the benefit of being associated with one of the most quotable movies of all time. We've got years of material at our disposal, and it's just a matter of which ones we tap into. Yeah. So, yeah, this just came across on my uh, – I was surfing the MILB.com, just the minor league sites, scheduling some some games I'm going to go to this summer. It was just one of those little, you know, clickbait kind of things. And yeah. The lollygaggers. I'm going to see if I can get a lollygagger jersey. Get it up, baby. Let's see if they maybe they auction them off or something. Yeah. But. So that's uh, Ghosts of Baseball Past. 
It's been fun to bring that back. You know, we gotta switch it up from week to week. Yeah, keep been, give you a different little little different type of pickle. Kind of gone with a similar format for the first few episodes of the season, but you know, maybe we'll come up with some other stuff. Do some some weird and wacky stuff that yeah. you guys haven't heard before. Maybe some new segments. New segments. Nude segments. Well, audio nude segments pretty easy to pull off. We might be right now. Yeah, you don't know. Could. Could be. This is just how we record best. It's in the buff. I just this is where my best work happens. We're actually in a bathtub right now. <laughs> it's a three man tub. It's just a, it's a podcast. Good acoustics. Tub. Yeah. yeah. It's the best acoustics. Sound of, bouncing around. Same with ideas. Same with baseball. Granival Studios. Granival Studios. It's a hot tub. Go pickles. Let's go pickles. Well, that was another episode of Brine Time, folks. Thanks again for joining us. Um, we want to go quickly over the schedule to, to let you know what's coming up in Pickle Nation. This episode drops Wednesday, so that meant that means that Tuesday our boys were playing against Walla Walla, and they'll continue the series Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's in Walla Walla against the Sweets. And then starting on Friday, June 21st, they will start a three-game homestand against the Victoria Harbor Cats at Walker Stadium. That also includes a day game. So they have a three-game, three-night game, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, night game against the Harbor Cats. But during the day, they have a one-off, June 22nd, which it's a first pitch at 105, against the Hayesville Hammers. So that is daytime baseball. Um, I don't actually know too much about the Hayesville Hammers, uh, but they are playing them for just that one game. So if you are interested in seeing a different club, come on out to uh, Walker Stadium June 21st for that day game. Probably get a lot of sun. They play them another time. They There's do, There's another day game against the Hayesville Hammers. Yeah. And I don't but I don't know much about them either, Yeah, we'll get you a little or, more information later. Did you mean the Hayesville Hammers? The Hayesville Hammers, yes. That's what it says. That's yep. what Google just asked me. Oh, uh, Google, hey, did you mean this? Of course I did, Google. Thank you. So, um, again, if you want to reach out to us, we are at BrineTimePod, BrineTime underscore pod, at Instagram, on Twitter, BrineTimePod.com, uh, sorry, XRayPod.com is where you can find the podcast, uh, but obviously you can download it anywhere you get your podcast. want to thank uh, David Shenson for always providing photos for us for the Pickle of the Week on our Instagram yeah. Oh, and I have a correction from last week. You do? Yeah. Cardenas. I think I called him Noah. And his name's Jordan. Or yes. the other way around. Well, as soon as I got home, I was like, that's not the right name. So we're making mistakes. You know, we're putting out errors. But It happens. It happens. Apologies to former Pickle. Apologies to former Pickle. But yeah, so thanks again for listening, guys. Um, as always, say hi to us in the stadium. We've gotten a number of people coming up to us saying they, they're digging the pod so far, so we always appreciate that. And if you have things that you want us to talk about or you think uh, we might find interesting, definitely pass it along to us in person or uh, via our social media. Love to hear from Pickle Nation. And uh, Yeah, be careful because you might end up doing a dizzy bat or something like that. But. Yeah, I mean, if you have good pe- I'm I'm going to say this. 
I have made some somebody who I've picked has fallen over every time I've done Dizzy Bat, and I'm trying to keep that streak alive. So if you got people who like a little bit of the pickle juice, the little sauce, they want to do some spins, holler at me. I'm out there. Yeah, I called him Jordan, and his name's Noah. Yes. So that's, that's my mistake. That's okay. And we're going to find out more about the Hayesville Hammers. Because it looks like every team in the West Coast League is has a game at least against the Hayesville Hammers. So I'm, right. not, I'm not sure who they are or where they're coming from. Some mythical team, but yeah, well, they're coming from exciting. Hayesville. So when we all know what happens in Hayesville, it stays in Hayesville. That's right. So we're excited about this um, upcoming homestand against a little Canadian baseball coming to town. So that'll be exciting for us and. As usual, we just want to thank Marimba Mike for the intro music. Oh, and I brought out Dusty Fox to the Thursday game that they actually won. So he has so far he's been to one pickle game this year and they've won it. They that was the one they beat. Well, uh, get him season tickets. Yeah, we had him out in the party deck. I introduced him to Alan and everybody. So yeah, thanks again, Dusty Fox, for coming out and thanks for the exit song. And thanks again to Pickle Nation for tuning in to our little weird podcast and coming out to those games. We always appreciate you and we always love you. So have a good week. Go Pickles. Go Pickles. Uh, light the spark out at Lance Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminate the dark. Popcorn, sunflower seeds, PDX and North Precious in the West Coast League. Yeah, Portland. Never known to be fickle. Deep in Southeast, that's the home of the pickles. Brian Time. Home of the pickles. Brian Time. Brian Time. That's the home of the pickles. Carnival Studios.